I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. Today we're chatting with Canal, straight from Alberta, Canada. Canal is a technology evangelist, has over 13 years of extensive technical experience. He has worked on a wide variety of Microsoft Dynamics 365 implementations and has extensive experience with data migration and integration using Dynamics 365. He is deeply passionate about Dynamics 365 community and shares his learning through his blog and as a speaker at Dynamics 365 related events. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy forward slash 169. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, Canal, welcome to the MVP show. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. Good to have you on the show. How long have you been an MVP now? Uh, I think it's uh, three months, maybe. Three months. Wow, not long, not long. And uh, I, when was the last time I saw you? Was it in Orlando? Yeah, yeah, we met in Orlando. Yeah, so it was at, um, uh, what was that? Community Summit, right? Yeah, yeah, Summit uh, DCI event. So tell us about what part of the world you come from and what do you get up to when you're not working? I come from India, so I am born and brought up in east of India, which is a small city called Giriti in Jharkhand. Um, and I moved back to I moved to Canada like nine years back, and since then Canada is home. So I stay in Calgary currently, uh, the Canadian Rockies, and that's what we made it home. Nice, nice. So do you ever get back to uh, India much? Um, almost every year because my parents and uh, family is all, all there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you've worked in the whole, you know, the company that, you know, uh, was involved with portals, of course, for so long, right? Is, is that right? And got uh, acquired by KPMG or something like that? So I started, uh, so my, my whole Dynamics journey and our Power Platform journey uh, started back in 2014 when uh, I joined ADX Studio. Um, and then ADX Studio was acquired by Microsoft. Um, so I was part of the services division primarily. And uh, when Microsoft acquired the product, they acquired the product and the branding and the whole team spin off into Adoxio. And then Adoxio was acquired by KPMG. I'm interested to know and understand KPMG a bit better. And so how do you work with other parts of KPMG around the world? So for example, KPMG Australia or KPMG New Zealand, do you actually share projects together or, or, or do you really just service projects in your own market? No, we share projects. So like um, uh, us, uh, so KPMG is a, is present in almost every country, right? And then there is a KPMG Canada, KPMG US and Australia. And each of these have a channel to share things. Not only that, like say, for example, a customer in the US is looking for something in Dynamics, um, and they will approach KPMG and then KPMG Canada and US can talk and figure out how we are going to go to the market together. Uh, it's it's always whenever I'm working with another customer in another city, I'm working with the local KPMG office along with it. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you, so you, so, okay. So you share a lot more than what I realized. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Interesting. So tell me a bit about your journey to becoming an MVP. How did it come about? 
it it happened <laughs> it happened over the interest so um i think um, back in 2017 um, i started um, putting my blocks together and i was doing a little bit of it and uh, there is a guy here in calgary uh, his name is uh, blake mckel he is a 15 years mvp yeah and uh, he does all this meetups where you can go and learn about iot and you know like he will provide you the raspberry pi and the kit and you know like you'll be connecting iot with azure and writing some code and stuff and um, i went to some of these meetups and i loved it i it it was the inspiring moment for me because you know like him being retired uh, at the day he drives bus a school bus for the kids and in the evening he organized these meetups where you know like he's sharing the knowledge the kids and and it's fun time and i just love the whole idea and that got me you know like i have learned so many things from so many people i need to give back more and that yeah and that kind of started my journey um uh, you obviously know colin colin vermander and uh, he has been my mentor all along um you know like um, we have been uh, we have been working with each other when he was doing his things and before he became mvp and then he helped me a lot when i was going through my own journey of becoming an mvp yeah so so did he nominate you uh no no i was uh, not nominated by him i was nominated by pervin ah okay yeah yeah pervin he's a he's the cpm lead right in in the dynamics team did your life change when you became an mvp there is a barrage of information now you know like like i i i know a lot of things and uh, um, which is which is a lot to absorb uh, that's one aspect of it um, uh, the other thing is um, you know like uh, now that once you become an mvp you have a lot of information and you are you know like you are surrounded with all these people who you can't share it with Uh, <laughs> that's the challenge that I'm dealing with uh, but apart from that it hasn't been much what do you mean you can't share it oh like you know like you know the what power automate but uh, you can't talk about it with anybody you are just waiting on that to happen in the ignite and that's when you can talk about it and uh, i work with lot of non mvps as well all around so yeah yeah that's fun so so you're talking about you you get insights before the rest of the public get them like nda and then of course you can't share what they are until microsoft makes a public announcement on them yeah 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 okay so so that's cool so i suppose you're looking forward to 2020 being your first mvp summit yes i am i am looking forward to it are you coming yeah i am i'm scheduled and registered so far yeah Nice, nice, nice. It's a great event. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um have you found like uh in becoming an MVP, do you find that apart from all the information you get, what about do, do you find you get more connections with the other MVPs in the community as well? Yeah, definitely, you know, like uh um definitely I get more connections with the MVP. Uh, but i have always find you know like the whole mvp community to be very helpful very approachable um you know like very involved right um so i have always been interacting with mvps all along and uh, so that experience for me has not changed a lot of course now i know more mvps more mvps know me as a difference but the whole um, like if i met one mvp and how we connected and how it was before i became an mvp and how it has been after i feel you know like it has been um, it has been same or better 
Yeah, yeah, so true. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Tell me about in 2020, what's your big plans? I know you're putting on a global event. Can you tell me a bit about it? Yeah, so, you know, like I have been involved with uh, this um, integration bootcamp and uh, an Azure bootcamp. And so, you know, like I'm bringing the same idea to Power Platform. Uh, we have been working on global Power Platform bootcamp and we are organizing it on February 15th. Um, where it will be happening across the city. I love the concept because, you know, uh, uh, as you say, it, it's like a celebration. It's like a festival. It's like Christmas. It's happening everywhere in the world. And uh, many times you have, uh, you you see, you go on Twitter or you go on LinkedIn and you see there is a great event happening in New Zealand and Mark is organizing a great thing. But you can't be part of it because you are so far away. And... Uh, this is one event, you know, like everybody can participate irrespective of where they are. And, and you know, everybody is empowered to go and organize and do this within their local community. And it helps build the local community in every city as well. I like it. Okay, so where can people find out information about it? It is on powerplatformbootcamp.com. That's the website. Um, uh, there is a lot of, there is a Twitter site and there is a LinkedIn and there is a lot of activity happening. Uh, we launched it to public uh, a week before. And um, uh, before this call, I got the, uh, another registration. So, so far, we have 15 registration. 15 cities are registered. 15 cities are registered. Wow. How many are you expecting to get all up? How many cities would you like to see come on board for it? Um, uh, I don't know. Let's see. The, the more, the merrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so if a city wants to get involved, what do they need to do? All they need to do is, you know, like... Um, they need to go on the website and register it, of course. Um, what they will need to do, they will need to organize the event. So first of all, you need to create a registration website. Uh, you can do it either on a meetup or Eventbrite where, so that you can tell where the event is happening. You need to secure a location, and that could be a Microsoft office or a partner office, uh, depending on what's available in your locality. Okay. And uh, the third thing is that I suggest everybody to do a call for a speaker so that you can call who wants to come and speak and present in this uh, event. And you do call for speakers, people register for it, and then you can select your speakers, plan it out, and plan the event. And uh, that's, that's what will make it successful. That's cool. So what what date? So this all happens on one 24-hour period, right? It's on one day, not, yeah, one day. It's 15th of February. That's the date we have. 15th of February. But but what, I assume, is it like a 24-hour because all the different time zones and things like that? Everybody involved? will be doing it in daytime, so it's not necessary that you have to start at some time or finish at this time. Few people are doing just the whole morning and few people are doing just the afternoon. It's happening on the Saturday. Obviously, it will start earlier in your place than in Calgary. It's just because of the time zone difference. Yeah, New Zealand's the first country to get the sun, so that makes sense. As in, start, it starts the day, and then uh, what? Yeah, I think we might even be ahead of you at the moment, a day ahead or something. But okay, so that's interesting. So, what's the outcomes? What do you hope that the outcome of this type of event is going to be for people? One of the biggest outcomes that I expect is uh, local communities getting more involved. Right, like a lot of a lot of these cities don't have a lot of lo local community. When I organized my first event here in Calgary, um, I think uh, it took me quite a while to get the registration. Right, um, and it was just that because people were unaware that there is an event on this platform or on the solution which is happens in Calgary in this manner as well. And now this time I'm organizing, and we have already uh, houseful. 
so you know like like everybody has already registered they know where to go there is awareness about it so that's the main goal that i have um yeah yeah and and, and we learn we learn from community and you know like uh, so it's all about community so is there any going to be any kind of live streaming or, or or you know recording of these things and being placed online anything like that no, we are not planning on any recording or live streaming so far, but uh, there is a plan to share the content. So the content from the event from all across the world will be shared in a common forum. So people who can, can it, it brings a repository of all the things that is happening at different places. Yeah, and I suppose this is really creates another, it's another platform for people to get out and do some public speaking if they want. They can, you know, bring their topics and, and submit them, that type of thing, right? Right, yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. And is all the resources on how to run your part of it in whatever city you're in, is that all available on that website? Yeah. There is an organizer page where you can see all the information and go through. And then you can reach out to me, reach out to Kent. There are a couple of others. We are coming up with a board of committees. So there will be like a set of people you can reach out to help out with these things. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So what else is, you know, big on your agenda in 2020? Uh, this has been the big thing. Um, what's big on my agenda? Um, I so I've been I've been uh, giving some thought to you know like uh, about environment and stuff. Um, so you know like I have got into uh, trying to make the place better than what you have found, right? Um, be conservative about what you are using, and uh, as such, I've stopped using plastics a lot. Uh, I yeah so. Yeah, and um, one of the things that I was thinking of is um, New Year is coming and what will be my goal for the next year, recently actually. And um, two things stand out. One is that I want to get back to reading. I have not been reading as much as I wanted to. And the second thing on the environment aspect is that I am planning on not to buy clothes next year. So try to use what I have. Yeah, so that's my other thing that I've been thinking of. That's cool. So as in, you know, I've done a, a bit of research on the minimalist type uh, lifestyle, right, which is stop consuming so much stuff that creates waste. And, um, you know, when perhaps, as you say, wear things longer rather than just keep replacing them all the time. Yeah. Okay. That That's very cool. That's very cool. What's, uh, if people were listening to this and they, let's say they want to become an MVP, what recommendations do you have for them? Becoming an MVP, I think it's more that you should be, you know, like um, you should be interested in what you want to do. Okay, um, never go for pursuing an MVP. When I started MVP, I think uh, the first speaking engagement I did was in Dubrovnik, and it was an amazing experience for me. Um, in Dubrovnik. In Dubrovnik, and I was at Extreme 365, and uh, that's where I was speaking. And uh, before me, Matt Barber had a session. Um, <laughs> In the same room. Yeah, wow, wow. Big <laughs> shoes to follow, so, eh? And it was me first time listening to Matt Bauer, and it was amazing. And I heard him, and then I was like, okay, oh, God, I need to follow this. And uh, I was like, I don't know how many people will show up. And uh, there was a quick break, and then after the break, almost, you know, like the room was full. And everybody showed up, and, you know, like I did my session, and it was very well received, Um uh, what was your session on? Modern approach to do integration with Dynamics 365. Wow, that's so cool. That's Are you speaking in Barcelona again this year? Um, I have not registered so far. Yeah. 
um, I have been I'm trying to focus more in uh, North America for next year actually of course yeah makes sense makes sense what made, what made you decide to go to Dubrovnik and speak there as in rather than you know local Colin, uh, you know, like I was talking with Colin and Colin said that, hey, I've submitted these sessions here and, you know, and then I was like, okay. And uh, it was over the weekend. I thought, yeah, I, maybe I want to speak. And then, you know, like I went in and submitted a session and uh, um, there was an interview process done uh, where they, you know, like interviewed what I'm going to talk about and stuff. And, and that went well. And then I got selected and then, yeah. Um, who, who interviewed you just out of interest? Um, it was interviewed by, um, was it a lady? Uh, no, no, he was, uh, it was uh, interviewed by guy and I'm, I'm missing the name actually. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I just, I, as in, it's interesting that you went through an interview process. Yeah. So Christy Spokley was the one who was making the communication, but I was interviewed by another partner who's focused on the integration from smart connect. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, I'll be going there this year, so it's going to be an interesting time. And we're doing a lot of stuff on ISV content around uh, for the three six. What is it called? Extreme three six five, right? Um, yeah, or uh, it's all dynamic communities now, right? It's a community summit, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, but you know, like extreme three sixty five side of the thing is very partner focused, and and so it's very different experience than uh, than other uh, conference. So I I really enjoyed extreme. Um, okay, so are you ready for some quick fire questions? For sure. Uh, what's your most used emoji? Most used emoji? I don't use emoji a lot, actually. Do you not? <laughs> I do not. Uh, uh, I think it's just the smiley or the laugh out loud. Uh, sometimes that's what I use, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Describe your worst date ever. <laughs> worst date ever. And, and like this could be the worst meeting you've had, or it could be the worst, um, uh, you know, being out with dinner with friends. But what's a? Can you give me an example of one of those worst type of scenarios that you've been in? Yeah, um, I, I was, you know, like I was a uh, kind of in a date with a girl um, back in college, um, and um, and we had just met uh, over an event and. Uh, and, you know, like we thought uh, it will be different because we have been speaking on phone for a couple of times and stuff. And then we met in person. It just didn't connect. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was a little weird because in your mind, um, it was a different person. Right. Um, and um, recently I was uh, listening to somebody and, and there was the saying that, you know, like you don't fall in love with a person you fall in love with the image of that person that you have in your own mind. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Um, space. I always wanted to do skydiving. I have not done that yet. Haven't you? Man, you should do that. You should do that. I dare you to do it in 2020. Get it nailed. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully so. <laughs> Hopefully It's so. a lot of fun. Try and go for like a 15, uh, the, so there's, the, you can usually do 10,000 feet or 15,000 feet. Go for 15,000 feet first time. I think somewhere in California, they do 18,000 feet. Truly? Wow. And, you'll, be, you'll be on oxygen up at that level. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's where I wanted to go, um, but haven't been, uh, yeah. If you could write a book, what would it be about? So I, re I do read a lot of books. 
um and uh, i i like um, i like the suspense side of the book or a novel if i am writing a book i think most likely it will be a fiction that i will write nice i like that i like that what's a skill you learned when you were younger that you still use today observation um i have been very observant as a kid uh, i i don't know if you you might have observed that about me you know like most of the time i go to places i am very observant and then start with and then i start mingle so you know like i am very observant and even if i am not paying attention i am actually paying attention to everything which is happening around me so yeah i i thought you were just shy <laughs> <laughs> i am shy as well <laughs> <laughs> that's okay what's one thing you did when that sorry what's one thing you did that you wish you could go back and undo yeah there is not a lot that you know like if if i undo one bit in my whole life it won't be the life that i'm currently living which has been amazing um so yeah so you're my second to last recording for the uh podcast this year and colin fernander is the last <laughs> uh, which is in a couple of days time so what should i ask him that he wouldn't expect me to ask him any tips you can give me any inside secrets inside secrets uh just ask him more about alan the unicorn alan the unicorn got it i love it i love it <laughs> kanal it's been great to have you on the show if people want to connect with you online where can they find you um they can reach out to me through my linkedin profile or on the twitter um, my id is imk tripathi um i am a blogger so i do blog and uh, Uh, you can reach out to me at blog through kunaltriparty.com that's my blog site hey thanks for listening i hey i'd love it if you haven't had the opportunity yet to give this uh podcast uh feedback i'd love you to do it on itunes if you go to nz365guy.com/itunes it'll auto direct you to the page where you can give me a five star review and leave any feedback that you would like uh positive i hope um anyhow full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guide.com/169 see you next thursday <laughs>